What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of Athletes and Lounge today. And today I have another special guest with me. I have Charlie. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Hi, I'm Charlie Morris. I'm on the Liberty University volleyball team. <laughs> yeah, so I'm definitely excited to have Charlie on here just to hear her story and everything like that. I'm thankful that she came on here. Um, but before we get into like the gist of it, I just have a couple of questions just so the people and can get to know you better and stuff like that. So it's going to be a little rapid fire questions and whatever the first thing that comes to your mind, you just say it, okay? All righty. First All thing right. that comes to mind. Here so we go. <laughs> first question is pancakes or waffles? Mm, okay. Pancakes because waffles, yes. they like get in, like stuff gets stuck in the yes, middle of you know what exactly. I'm saying? And like if you try and put butter on it, like it gets stuck and then you're eating like a whole bite, it's like half butter, half waffle. Versus, and then when like, the waffle gets hard, it's crunchy. No, that's so it, true. Like I tried to make a waffle yesterday in the rot and it was so bad. <laughs> see Granted, what I'm Pancakes, was, nice and fluffy, yes. stack, butter will melt onto definitely yeah. agree yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. All right, and then your favorite artist. Mm, my favorite artist currently is Chris Stapleton. I've been into like old country here recently. Okay. Well, not old, but like older people, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Versus like, versus like Morgan Wallen or like someone a little younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Chris Stapleton. For sure. And then, if you didn't play volleyball, what sport would you play? Oh my gosh, I was actually thinking about this the other day. Mm, I think I would be a gymnast if I could like be okay. Wait, if I could play any sport and be good at it, yeah, okay. and be good at it, yeah, I yeah. would be a gymnast because I think that'd be hilarious. Like I'm six really? two, they get they can't oh, see me. I guess that is but, right. <laughs> yeah, that is like, right. Like people like always walk up to me, and the first question they ask, they're like, "Oh, like basketball, right?" It's not even volleyball, <laughs> which I'm a little offended about. But like, it's crazy. Yeah, I feel like it'd really throw people off. They're like, no, like I'm a gymnast. I can like do a backflip, you know, whatever. At six two, that would be insane. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. They'd never see it coming. Right. <laughs> and then your last last question is just your favorite food to eat. Your go to food. Favorite food ever? Oh, strawberries. Strawberries and brownies. Okay. Yeah, the combo. Like together. Yeah. Like fresh strawberries and brownies. Yes. Interesting. Oh, it's so good. Really? Don't knock it you try it. Okay. Yes. You know what? I'll try it. Next episode, I'll tell you how it goes. Okay. For okay. sure. <laughs> All right. So like I said, just appreciate that. Um, but just getting straight into it, let's just talk about like, you know, like the roots, like, you know, how it was growing up and like how'd you start getting into volleyball and like what that looked like for you? Yeah, so I grew up around volleyball because my mom actually played in college, mm-hmm. um, and she was a coach at our local high school, and so literally, like, I mean, I can, like, a bunch of her old, like, high school athletes would say stuff like, oh, like, we used to, like, put you in the ball cart, like, when you were, like, two, three years old, and, like, I can remember, like, vaguely, like, looking and, like, peering out at, like, her practices, etc. Uh-huh. Um, so I grew up around it, and she actually, like, started a club locally in our like county um mm-hmm. someone else took it over by the time i did it playing there but in like literally the second grade which is like so much younger than most people start i feel like right um she enrolled me and i just like i've literally been playing ever since i really never did any other sports seriously because i pretty much only liked volleyball i actually like played basketball when i was in okay. kindergarten i feel like that's a question that had to be asked like if you ever <laughs> did play volleyball with the six two well okay so i played basketball in kindergarten and my mom tells me this story where she says one day I walked up to her after basketball, after, like, it's just pretty physical, and I'm not, like, a huge, like, contact, like, yeah. punchy-in-the-face type person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and basically, I walked up to her, and I was like, Mom, not everyone has to play every sport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so she was like, she, I was like, not everyone is made for everything. So she was like, well, at that point, we kind of realized maybe basketball's not for you. <laughs> okay. But, yep. Dang, that's dope. Okay, right. So volleyball obviously was the main sport, right? And then you kind of grew into that. So, like, let's transition to, like, middle school high schoolish like when did you start realizing like okay wait like I'm actually good at this volleyball stuff I could go to the next level like what did that look like for you like how did that go yeah so 
I had an older brother who was a freshman in high school, and he was pretty good at sports. Like, mm-hmm. he was a quarterback for our football team his freshman year of high school. Mm-hmm. He was 6'2", very explosive, just like, I mean, just a really good athlete all the way around. Mm-hmm. Um, and our strength trainer at our high school, that was mm-hmm. also a football coach, so he knew Will and knew that he was really tall, actually reached out to me when I was in the seventh grade and was like, hey, like, because his daughter played volleyball as well. He was like, hey, like, mm-hmm. you have the potential to be really good, but here's what you need to do realistically to start, like, training now. So, like, mm-hmm. from, like, the seventh grade, I've been weightlifting. <laughs> oh, and, wow. Yeah, and, yeah. like, I would go in, like, after school and, like, literally work out with, like, the football team, and I had all these... Wow. Yeah, like, I had all these, like, random guys just, like, coming up to me in the hallways, like, Charlie, Charlie, what up? You know, because, yeah. like, I mean, I would work out with them, and they were... Anyways, um, so probably around the seventh grade, I, like, start, it started, like being in the back of my mind, like, hey, maybe I could do this in college. Like, this is fun, you know? Yeah. And my mom played in college, obviously. So, like, mm-hmm. she kind of started, like, talking to me about that from a, a pretty much young age. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> Dang, that's what's, like, lifting with the football team. I think that's, like, that's important, though, like, having somebody to see, like, the potential in you. Yeah. Like, not only just in sports, but just in life in general and being willing to pour into you. Yeah. Like, that's such a big factor, right? Um, so, let's just into, like, high school and stuff like that, like, probably senior year and stuff like that, you're playing volleyball and, like, mm-hmm. recruitment's coming in. Like, talk about, like, how that recruitment process looked like for you and, like, how God brought you to Liberty. Like, just talk about that just a little bit. Yeah, so the recruiting process for volleyball players, I actually started seriously considering, like, what school I'm interested in, like, where I'd want to go, et cetera, mm-hmm. my sophomore year, the spring year of my sophomore year of high school. Okay. Because you can start talking to coaches, like, and they can offer you June 15th after your sophomore year of high school. So mm. the main part of your recruiting process happens your sophomore spring season of club. Right. So, like, through that, I basically started talking with my club coach at the time. He was like, hey, Charlie, like, you need to start, like, making films, sending it out, sending it to schools, et cetera. Um, what are you, like, what are your ideal qualities that you want in a school? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, uh, like, I love Jesus. Like, I right. grew up in a Christian home. Like, right. mm, like maybe I'd want to go somewhere that has to do with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I actually heard about Liberty University at a Toby Mac concert, which yeah is kind of wild when I was like 13 years old. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and I just like had been sitting in the back of my mind. My mom like loves Liberty, loves what it stands for. So she kind of was talking mm-hmm. to me about it. And my recruiting process was actually a little different than most people in that I knew that I wanted to go to a Christian school pretty much. Mm-hmm. So I ended up actually reaching out to Liberty, sent them film. My club coach, new coach Johnson from just the volleyball world, like a small world, everyone's kind of connected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he reached out to Liberty. I sent them some film. They ended up reaching back out, offering or inviting me to come to one of their camps. They watched me in Orlando at this like big uh, volleyball tournament or whatever. Yeah. And then they, and then they invited me to come to the camp again and actually <laughs> so it's a week-long camp the mm-hmm. camp they invited me to and they invi- they offered me i think towards the end of the week and i actually like committed on the spot right right then and <laughs> like, there like right, right, like, right wow. then and there didn't even tell my parents like that i actually crazy. <laughs> i can remember coach johnson like like his face was like shocked because that's definitely not most people's right, answer right um most people are like oh like thank you for the offer like i would like i want to consider it etc i literally he was like hey charlie we'd like we'd love to have you on the team i was like oh great like okay and he was like oh like all right then let's wow. do it <laughs> and then i called my parents later that night and was like hey like i committed and they were like what like you didn't think that like call us <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> just right on the spot literally on the spot wow. i just i just knew that i wanted to yeah. most likely go to liberty it was my number one option mm-hmm. so that's what's up wow that's great mm-hmm. that's great to hear right so you're here like first year um just talk about like the culture within like liberty volleyball like talk about like how that's branded so well and like like how is just you just find like a comfort like another home you know because you're going away you're playing a sport 
and you know and you just bond with your teammates so talk about like how important that has been to you and like what's that been like for you yeah so the culture that our coaches do a big part of cultivating mm-hmm. um is truly surrounded by jesus um and that's honestly what i was looking for in mm-hmm. coming to a christian school is just something that's just i mean on fire for christ you know right. and like and not just like in name like saying they love jesus but like in the way that they coach and the way that they love us as players and i think that our team does a great job of implementing that in terms of like our coaches embody like the aspect of jesus that goes along with like working hard like they expect you know nothing less than our best every day in practice but they Mm -hmm. also love us as people and like care for us like off the court too like they Mm -hmm. like our coach is doing this thing right now where we go in in the morning and the first thing we do in a practice is like we have like he has different color um, expo markers. Mm-hmm. And if we're feeling really good, we write like a little blue dot. And if we're feeling not so good, we write, I think it's like a red dot. I don't know. I haven't done anything but the blue yet. Right. I'm always great. Always okay. Right. <laughs> good positive <laughs> but, energy. Yeah. But I just think that, I just think that our team has a really, really close mm-hmm. culture. Um, that's honestly rooted in the word, rooted in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've actually been told by numerous staffs that we play with such a genuine joy mm-hmm. that it just seems to be like, I mean, and we know it's, like, because of Christ, because we have the joy of the Lord. But, like, we have other teams that we are playing against, whether we win or we lose. They're like, you guys love the game. Y'all play with such a joy. And I just think that that's, that's the culture of liberty is we're just joyful. We work hard, mm-hmm. and we love people and love to compete, obviously. Yeah, so. I love that. That's a combination <laughs> of just everything together, right? And I loved how you mentioned just, like, how you have the joy, like, mm-hmm. of the Lord, like, with you guys as you play. Mm-hmm. Um, So just going off of that, like, just talk about, like, how important, like, volleyball and, like, Jesus is like hand in hand like obviously you know as an athlete um a lot of athletes lean on different things for different you know aspects but as a Christian athlete you lean on the Lord so talk about like how important God is into volleyball not only just volleyball but in life in general for you yeah so to answer your first question I guess just how important is volleyball to me Mm -hmm. um I have to back up a little bit so Mm -hmm. I obviously been playing volleyball since the second grade it's been a part of my life forever Mm -hmm. um but if you had asked me that question two years ago, like how important is volleyball to me, um, I think that I would have told you, okay, like in a Christian's life, like God is supposed to be number one. Right. right? So like if you had asked me that question two years ago, I think I would have been like, oh, like God's most important, but then it's probably volleyball, you know? But right. like, in reality, like definitely I would say, I would say volleyball was most important in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's actually, I would say that's not a good thing. It definitely needs to be Jesus and it genuinely right. needs to be Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, because I am tall. I mentioned that earlier. I'm 6'2". Right. Um, and so because of that, like, I was always told my whole life, oh, like, you're, you're going to be good at, like, good at a sport, able to go D1, like, mm-hmm. blah, blah, So somewhere, like, along the way, I actually, like, ended up configuring my identity and my worth in volleyball. Like, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, like, and, like, growing up in middle school, like, okay, I was six foot, I think, by the end of eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of, like, my peers were, like, 5'4". Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And so, like, that's fun. That's fine. But, like, it definitely was, like, something that I was insecure of, especially in, like, middle school, early high school. Mm-hmm. And so, like, because of that, like, I would put my identity, I'd be like, oh, like, but I'm tall, but it's okay because I'm good at volleyball. Mm-hmm. And so, like, right. that's, like, that's, like, not okay. Mm-hmm. You know that? Because, like, because volleyball is transient. Like, it's going to change. It, like, might go away. Like, I might get injured one day, you know? And so, mm-hmm. like, I want volleyball to be important. And, like, it's a gift from God, and I love it. Mm-hmm. But, like, it definitely doesn't need to be the most important thing in my life. Um, and so, like, volleyball is important to me. And... I love it, um, but I actually love that it has led me to the conclusion that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. My height is not solidified by volleyball. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I understand so for sure. Volleyball is really important to me, mm-hmm. um, 
but I take it as a gift from God and I'm thankful and grateful that I get to compete because I love right. beating people. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, no, for sure. But I definitely don't, I wouldn't say it's the most important thing in my life. I would say Perfect. Jesus is, my relationship with Christ is. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to use volleyball as a tool, as an avenue to show Christ. Mm-hmm. And something, I mean, also God's so good that he gives it to me and I love doing it too. So Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. I think <laughs> just like a common theme that I've had, like just having different people on here is like they've definitely realized like back when they were younger, like their sport was above the Lord. Yeah. And I think yeah. the most important thing to realize is like you realizing that. Like mm-hmm. you could obviously say God first or like put it in the bio or just talk about it. But like right. if deep down, if you know that your sport is above God, that's an issue, right? right. So I think like the next question I want to ask is like, when did you kind of know like, okay, volleyball is really, I really put volleyball up more than God. Like when did you make that switch to realize like there's more important things just about playing on the court, right? That the Lord my relationship with God is more important. Like, when did you kind of know that? Or, like, how was that switch like for you? Yeah, so I would say the switch for me actually happened. I came up to Liberty. I've been here for a year this past January. Right. Um, and I would say the switch was a gradual process over the last year. So I came to Liberty, and I just had all these expectations of, like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm going to find a great friend group. Like, volleyball is going to be awesome. Because, like, I definitely was, like, most people are, I think. Whenever you're, like, the D1 athlete at your high school, quote-unquote, like you're kind of yeah. the big dog, right? Right, right, So, like, right. you're just, like, the guy on the street that, like, gets to, like, I mean, everyone knows you. Like, they're, like, oh, Charlie the volleyball player, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Well, I came to Liberty, and, like, all of a sudden I was surrounded by a bunch of D1 athletes. So, right, it's, like, that right. that wasn't, like, something that could be hold me as, like, special and different anymore. Like, it was almost like I was just one of many. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, through that, last, I would say last spring, so about a year ago now, um, I just went through this process where, like, a combination of things, like, I didn't, I love my team and I love the culture and everyone's so kind, but like just for the first time in my life, I didn't have my family and like the friends I had grown up with as a support system. Mm-hmm. Um, volleyball was hard because the level's higher, obviously, you know, right. playing in high school versus playing in college. Um, and just all these factors that led me to kind of question like what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So like through that, like I basically just, okay, so I had this really awesome roommate. Her name is Kate Curtis. Mm-hmm. Um she was my roommate last year, and she would wake up every morning, 5.30 a.m., before our morning practices and wow. read her Bible. Wow. Well, we shared a room, and mm-hmm. so I heard her alarm going off. I was up, too, and I was like, well, dang. Like, Because I grew up in a Christian home. Like, I grew up a Christian sure. and got saved when I was younger. However, like, I have never read my Bible consistently until last year. Mm-hmm. And so like through that, like I would say that I just like started diving into the Word, and mm-hmm. then I started really realizing how much of an idol volleyball was in my life. Yeah. And, and on top of that, like... The transition from playing from high school to college was definitely a transition that took a while to make. And so, like, mm-hmm. volleyball practices weren't necessarily always going as well as I wanted them to. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't find my worth in that anymore. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like God had, like, taken away the friend aspect, my family, um, volleyball. I mean, school was also harder. I got had a lot of academic validation in high school. Mm-hmm. And so, like, through those different processes, just being ta- those different, like, pillars that I had relied on my whole life being taken away from me, um, I really realized that, like, the only thing that is lasting is Jesus. And that sounds cliche, but like right. when you realize it's like different being told that truth your whole life and saying that you believe it and then actually believing it. Mm. Um, and so I would just mm. say that it probably happened, you know, last spring. Yeah. Um, wow. That's, that's amazing. Like, that's a great to hear. I think it's so like beautiful to like, just to hear like the, the transformation is basically like the realizations, you know, of just like Jesus is like very important and stuff like that. And I think, 
that's a, another key point that I really like that you said was just like the transition from like high school to college, like mm-hmm. the level, you know what I mean? And not everything's going to go your way. You're going to have bad practices. Mm-hmm. And I like how you said like now, like, you know, your performance, you can't hang on to that because yeah. you're playing with, you know, better competition and stuff like that. So yeah. going off of that, like, like just talk about like, obviously everybody has their bad days and yeah. their sports and stuff like that. So tell me like, how do you like deal with a bad performance or a bad practice? Like, like, how does that look like for you? Like, how do you mentally go through that? I know because a lot of people de- definitely rely on the Lord, and I'm, I'm assuming that's for you too. So talk about just, like, how's that? And, like, talk about how you go through that as well. Yeah, so how I would deal with a bad game or performance, um, in case you can't tell, I find most of my advice in the Bible. Uh-huh. No, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Great advice to find it from. So, yeah, so true. So I would just say that I rely a lot on, and again, this is a verse that I've been told my whole life, but until last spring, I never actually had to apply it to mm-hmm. my life. Um, and I feel like experience is where you gain the most wisdom, honestly, just in the day to day. For sure. So I was having, you know, in my opinion, kind of consistent, not so great practices last spring. And so mm-hmm. I just went to my Bible and I was like, gosh, like, what can I do about this? What can I realistically easily like do to not let this ruin my entire day? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, and basically I just went to the verse that was like, do not worry about tomorrow because today is enough trouble of its own. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think that verse is so, like, good because it helps you focus. Like, so Zoe Fleck, which was the Texas Libero whenever they won the NCAA championship, Mm -hmm. actually said the best thing an athlete can do is focus on the present because you can't worry about the past because you can't change it anymore. And you can't worry about the future because, I mean, that hasn't happened yet, so you can't focus on it, right? Right. So Mm -hmm. say I come away from a practice and I didn't have my best game. Well, okay, yes, I can reflect on that and look at it in terms of what can I work on specifically tomorrow in practice. Mm-hmm. But, like, other than that, all I can work on or uh, change is the present. So that's what I need to focus on. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it for sure. So I just, I just can't worry about um, I can't worry about tomorrow. I can't worry about yesterday because it already yeah. happened. So I just I would say that's how I focus or deal with a bad game or performance. Yeah, I, I like that answer. I like just kind of just keeping, like, a tunnel vision almost in the sense of, like, you know, here, now, yeah. past, has already happened in the future. You don't even know what's going to happen. So why worry about something you can't control, right? I like that. Um, this is the last two questions we have. Um, so, like, what would you say is, like, the biggest challenges that, like, athletes would face today? Like, something that they're going through that maybe that is talked a lot, that's not really talked a lot, that, that you maybe you see or maybe that you've experienced yourself. Just talk about that as well and tell me what you think. Yeah. So I don't mean to repeat myself, but I just nah, think that good. in my own life, definitely – the biggest challenges an athlete's face is putting their identity in their sport. Mm-hmm. And the only solution that I've come up with so far mm-hmm. um, about that is that you just have to view Jesus as most important and you have to view him as sovereign. Because mm-hmm. there's a verse in Proverbs, I've been reading through that recently in my quiet time, um, mm-hmm. that basically says, man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Mm-hmm. So essentially what that means is like, all I can control is my we talk about, like, the three rocks, basically, on the volleyball team a lot. It's your attitude, your effort, and your energy. That's mm. all I can control. I can control right. how hard I'm trying, um, how much I go in and get reps, and then the effort that I'm giving, the energy that I'm implementing in that. Mm. But other than that, like, truly my my outcome, like, the result of my game, it's in the Lord's hands. Like, and so because of that, you can actually play with freedom. Right. Because of the fact that, like, ultimately you're not in control. Like, the Lord is sovereign over you. Mm. So I just think that coming to that realization also allows you to play with a confidence and a freedom that like God's in control. He's got this. So like all I can do is just my best. Mm-hmm. And I've actually seen the truth of that in my own life in terms of, I think last spring I played 
kind of quiet, kind of timid, mm-hmm. um, a lot of practices, but like this spring and even last fall, you know, I just was going and I was like, shoot, like, I'm just going to give my best. And if that means like me and you know, that means like celebrating every success. Cause it's like, yeah. Hey, like, thank you God that I was able to get that kill. able to get that set. Cause mm-hmm. like really God establishes our steps. Right. So yeah. I love that. I love that. Just realizing like even the smallest things, like everything you do on the court, like it's when it's a success for you, like giving glory to God. Cause you mm-hmm. know, he gave us his life. He gave you the ability to play the sport. None of that would have been possible without the Lord. So I love that. Um, just to finish it all off, the last question I would say is, what would you like, just people listening out there, like volleyball players or just anybody in general, like what's some advice that you would give that really stuck with you that kind of like helped you throughout this journey to where you're at now, not only just in volleyball, but in life in general? Like what's something that stuck with you that you would want to tell people and help them and stay encouraged? Yeah, so... My favorite piece of advice um, that I've kind of been learning here recently, I would say, is Mm -hmm. just be diligent. And, like, what Mm -hmm. I mean by that is change is not instantaneous. Like, our coaches, whenever I came in last spring, like, we were running maybe a different tempo than I was used to in terms of, like, how fast I set the ball, et cetera, Mm -hmm. um, than I was used to in high school. And at first, whenever I was making the change to that – that new tempo, like, ooh, not going well. Mm. <laughs> like, I was like, ooh, yeah. like, this is, like, are they, like, why did they recruit me? Like, I kind of said no. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but actually, like, so I've been reading through Proverbs, mm-hmm. and there just have been numerous verses that God, I mean, it, it's just so clear that God says in Proverbs 14, 23, in all toil there is profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. So, like, if you work hard, like, there is going to be good that comes out of that. Right. And whether, so... Even if that good is just somehow on, like, on my team, I show someone Jesus and, like, how hard I work. Mm-hmm. You know, that is good. That God promises will come out of it. Also, he says, um, the plans of the diligent lead surely to abundance, but everyone who is hasty comes only to poverty. God is, God over and over again in the Bible, it seems like he talks about being patient and he's in it for the long haul. And I've just, like, really noticed that um, in my own life here recently, mm-hmm. just that you just have to be patient, that good things I mean, they're, they're coming. They're just, you got to wait on it. And it's in the Lord's timing. Mm. So I just think that you need to be diligent in the callings, in the like spheres of influence that God has placed on your life. And so for me, that's like volleyball, nursing school, friends, and then my relationship with him. Mm. And if I'm diligent in those, like good will come out of it, you know, because he works right. all things together for the good of those who love him. Of course. Um, even if the good isn't what we always necessarily expect or want it to be exactly our way, thank mm-hmm. the Lord that he can see the whole picture and he knows it better than we do. Um, so you just have to be diligent and trust that he knows best. Yeah, diligence and patience. I love that. I love just the way to cap it all off and to end it. Um, so I just want to say thank you again for coming on, Charlie. Great, great words. Definitely was inspired myself. Um, and I just want to thank everybody for listening, and I'll catch you all next time.